0: Welcome to Travel First with Alex First. After a wholesome and tasty hot and cold buffet breakfast at the delightful Art Deco boutique hotel Lilla Roberts, which included a vitamin C boost courtesy of a sea buckthorn shot, my wife and I were met by a most friendly guide, Heidi Johansson. She spent the next three hours with us, introducing us to the delights of Finnish craft, architecture and design. We found it inspiring. First up, we caught up with a fish artist by the name of Lisa Sami. When I say fish artist, she's the daughter of a fisherman and 20 years ago became the first person in Finland to make products from fish skin. Typically, she uses a fish called burbot because its scales are small and she tells me burbot is also good for soup. She also works with salmon, cod and eel. In any event, she tans the skin and it then looks and feels like leather. Yes, I know what you're thinking. Before entering Lisa's shop, I too thought the resultant products would smell. But surprise, surprise, they don't. Nevertheless, there's a lot of manual labour involved in crafting everything from belts and wallets to key holders, hats, bags and ties and more besides. Lisa also combines her fish leather creations with leather from reindeer and moose. She has some really nice pieces that are well worth checking out at a shop called Galatea. G-A-L-A-T-E-I-A. As I've already mentioned, one of Heidi's foci was original Finnish design. When we visited Rovanemi, I spoke with awe about the work of Finland's most famous designer, Alvar Aalto. He was responsible for six different projects in Rovaniemi, along with the design of the town itself. But his work is spread throughout Finland, including Helsinki. He was keen to liberate the materials he worked with from what he called their geometric prison. When you see his beautiful and utilitarian designs, many crafted from light timber, you can see how he single-handedly changed the design world and left an everlasting legacy. He worked extensively with wood and glass, and even though he's passed away, he lives on through a store called Artek, A R T E K, which he founded with his wife and two others in 1935, and another that stocks his glass creations. That's called Itala, double I double T A L A. We also entered another shop, this one called Arica, double A R I double K A. That started with a concept of a wooden button, and now that mother's legacy has been passed on to her daughter. Arika stocks all sorts of wooden creations. A sheep made of various coloured wooden balls looking a bit like Smarties, only round, took my fancy. Heidi pointed out a number of Helsinki's most noteworthy architecturally designed buildings, many Art Nouveau in style. But then stopped us in our tracks when she spoke about the large Ferris wheel that sits alongside the Alice Seapool. That's the one we visited last night. I've mentioned before how much the Finns like their saunas. No, like is too weak a descriptor. Love their saunas. Basically, they can't do without them. How's this then for an off the wall idea? They've even built a sauna into one of the compartments of the large Ferris wheel I just spoke about. I kid you not. Amazing. You're listening to Travel First with Alex First. A very special part of Helsinki is Senate Square, which was designed by an architect called Carl Ludwig Engel on the say-so of the Russians who used to rule Finland. Engel, was not only responsible for many of the beautiful buildings in the square that date back to the 1800s, including the spectacular Lutheran Cathedral, Government Palace and Main University building, but for a number of other buildings in Helsinki. The last stop on our fascinating tour of the city was to the newly opened three-storey public library called Oodi, double O-D-I. It was built to commemorate Finland's 100th anniversary of independence in December 2017, although delays saw it inaugurated a year later, namely just weeks ago. What a stupendous place it is, striking with its wooden glass exterior and even more remarkable inside. This is not like any library I've seen anywhere in the world. It's user-friendly in every sense of the word, Books in a massive open-plan wood and cloud ceiling design, complete with trees in tubs and a cafe on the top floor, are but one of its attractions. Importantly, on the second level, you can use a remarkable array of professional equipment such as large-scale and 3D printers for free, or the equivalent of a dollar Australian for up to four hours when it comes to the latter. Or you can use a commercial music studio Again, for free. Perhaps you want your own enclosed workspace. Granted. On the ground level is what appears to be a circular staircase leading to the upper floors, but in fact, it's an optical illusion. Take a closer look, and there are actually two staircases that simply give the appearance of being one. Written on them are the whimsical notions from the public of who the library can be used by princes and paupers alike. Also on ground level is a movie theatre, a multi-purpose auditorium and a cafe and salad bar. The facility also has a couple of play areas for children. I love everything about Udi Library, which you simply must see when you visit Finland. Heidi has really energised us and given us a most engaging and colourful introduction to the wonderful city that is Helsinki. Unfortunately, with that, it was time to pack our bags and catch a tram to the central train station, merely minutes away. A half hour train trip to Helsinki airport followed. Then it was a one and a half hour Finnair flight to Oslo, the capital of Norway, with just enough time to transfer onto an SAS flight to Tromso, which took a couple of hours. You've been listening to Travel First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the full podcast at Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.